everyone, welcome to Completely Useless Talking. I am your host, <gasps> oh! Commissioner Moneybags, aka Sexy Sonata, aka Nick, and I am joined here today by the most betrayed son of a bitch on the face of this planet, Dylan Bateson. That's right, I said host. The board members of Two Out of Three Falls Media, they said, <laughs> we have had enough of this terrible host. Get us someone with passion. Someone with taste. Passion? Someone with energy. You have taste? When? Commissioner Moneybag, Sexy Sonata, please, <laughs> please save this terrible, disgusting excuse for a podcast. And I said, oh, I don't want my name over that show. No, 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 no. <laughs> but... Like any good person, they threw a bunch of money at me, and I sold out, so here we are today. Hey, did that money ever get to the research committee? Uh, yes. I mean, they researched, and they found out that I bring ratings, yes. so they wanted me back, but they they also felt a little bit bad for, you know, demoting you, um, so they decided to give you this pity position, and actually, <laughs> kind of sorry, I feel kind of sorry for you, because you're finding out about this right now. Yeah, right now. Else. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how, long, how, how do you feel about being demoted? You know, being demoted is quite easily kind of the best thing that's probably happened right now because now I can just fuck with you on every level without having to worry about public image. You're the face of this now. You're the voice of this now. I'm going to make sure everything you do is going to be second guessed and brought down into hell. Those of you listening, um, we need to start a petition that, uh, to cancel Dylan Bateson. Um, that's really what we need to go here. You've already heard him saying, so he's just going to try to sabotage everything. Not sabotage, just have fun. Just be the chaotic everything that I am in this world and then bring it to your doorstep. Well, for the record, this is your creation. I am just the uh, the poster boy. I have to bring the looks to the show. With that um, terrible so mustache? It, um, I'm sorry. The, the <laughs> listeners at home don't see any of these things that you're talking about. I know. But one day, one day I will make a video. It will be a video podcast. I, sir, have been told many times that I have a face meant for radio. And so you know what? Did I'm finally, tell you that? I'm finally fulfilling this dream. Did Isaac tell you that? No, I don't. I don't. I don't. Are you Are you picking up what I'm what I'm putting down, or is yeah. it going above your head? No, it's not ever going above I'm my head. I'm saying that I was born for this role. Whereas you, sir, have a face meant for television. That's the difference between us. You were not born to do this job. I was. So wait, I was born to be more entertaining, bring more ratings, and get more money. I'm sorry, radio. Um, radio was very popular. And In technically, what this, is, this is podcast, so this is very popular. Yeah. Um, I mean. Radio, yeah, yeah, I mean, what really is the difference? But there, allow me to explain what the difference is, an educational uh, moment here with me. Oh, um, you te you already taught earlier today, might as well keep teaching. It's a Friday, I don't teach anything on a Friday. <laughs> radio, we of course know the sensation known as radio, it had its heyday back in the, I don't know, the 50s, the 60s, probably, maybe not, like probably 30s, early, 40s. probably more like the 30s and 40s, because yeah. you know, then we had the boob tube after that. The boob. That's what the kids are calling it these days. And then after we had the, the birth of television, radio slowly failed, failed excuse me, um, fell in popularity. Yeah, because, you know, the boob tube came on. Those all four channels, man. But everyone Black knows those who sit and stare in front of a television all day. And play lack, Last of Us 2. Lack the intelligence that those of us who listen to quality radio do. So the board, they knew not only was my face going to draw everybody to this podcast, but they knew that they were going to clamor for an education. And that is exactly what I plan to bring the people. I've heard that your educational standards have been quite low as of late. And where are you getting this information from? Yeah, you don't need to know about that. 
It's my, confidential. My educational standards. I'm yes. not sure what you mean by that. Your teaching standards. Oh, my my teaching standards. Well, they're they're the same standards that all uh, teachers in uh, this very state have to uh, respond to. Oh. Nevertheless, um, I would apologize for taking your job, but frankly, I think we both knew it was only a matter of time. Yeah, the three episodes you've been on till right now really cemented yourself as, like, you know, this powerhouse of vocal intensity. What can I say? I am just uh, overflowing with charisma. Really? I, uh, known- out of the years of friendship I got from you, the only thing, the only charisma you have is when you're beating my ass in 2K, and that didn't even happen recently. So he, he's trying to think that he's got jokes now, but I'll have you know, at the school they refer to me as Captain Charisma because I'm always turning on that charm, baby. Sir, your name is Mr. Sexy, and that is it. Where was that title? Where I was that title in your introduction, sir? I'm a man of many nicknames. We want to keep this podcast to around 45 minutes. I don't have a time to run through all of the nicknames, now, let alone the list of... Never mind. That's she, a singular episode. Never mind. I forgot that your mother listens to this podcast, so I will not say anything <laughs> about her. Hello. <laughs> I hope you're having a, a wonderful day, ma'am. <laughs> hope going? to see you again soon. Where was that going? You know, I probably should have stopped in the middle of my thought, but we don't want dead air. We don't want we that don't dead want air. We don't want dead air. So I just, you know, I let part of my thought out, but I, I uh, decided to And you were to going to it. insult my mother? Oh, no, I was not going to insult your mother. I was going to insult you via your mother. <laughs> what? <laughs> if your mother you... your mother is a very fine is a very fine woman. Oop. Role model. <laughs> Role model for all of us to look up to and strive to be. What, a woman who divorced and then became a single mother and then kicked ass all the way up to the top? Yes. Yes. We love single mothers here. Yes. In fact, Wait. ladies, In fact, ladies, if you're listening, divorce your husbands. <laughs> Be a single mother. We will love you even more for it. That That's a bold statement. Do you think that anyone who's a mother actually listens to this? You know what? Um, let's think about this here a little bit. I feel like if we're thinking about our demographics and who we want to listen to the show, would you rather have the um, divorced women or the divorced men? Divorced women, 95% of the time. So I'm just catering to our, um, what's the word of our hypothetical, our hypothetical hypothetical audience, audience. Um, the future audience. Because of course, with our skeleton audience that you've been drawing, it's just been pathetic. Do you even see these numbers, sir? I'm not the, I'm not the numbers guy. They bring me in because they know I bring the numbers. I don't have to look at the numbers. What's your YouTube views? Huh? What are they at right now? Sir, I told you, I'm not the numbers guy. Wait, are you just basing it off of the fact of, um, SmackDown versus Raw 2006? Is that the numbers you're talking about? It's all about the numbers, Mason. But here's the thing. No one can look at that record because I deleted all the footage. All the save date is gone. I wasn't even talking about that nonsense. I'm talking about real life. Is this just because you went in front of a green screen one time? I do. I have been known to use a green screen once or twice in my life. That was uh, that was when I got the, the nickname... Uh, Sexy Sonata. <laughs> well, that, that's, a, that's a story for another episode. In fact, it was the last episode I was here on. But um, I was uh, once known when I stood in front of the green screen, the man who should never use a green screen again. Well, yeah, because you didn't frame it right and you came out at a weird angle. I saw the footage. Well, see, it's it's one thing, one thing to insult a, a man's looks, a man's intelligence, but it's another thing to insult his green screen ability. Okay. And your green screen ability is novice at best. What do you else do you want me to say? 
it sounds like you really would like me to uh it sounds like you're trying to do exactly what you said at the start of this episode you're trying to get under my skin get me to leave this uh, not position leave. here not but leave I, I, it's just it's just seeing if you can handle it seeing if you can take the fire but i'll i'll have you know in in the clause of my contract i had it written in should i be bullied by dylan bateson <laughs> into quitting this job I get a f- right off into the sunset. I still get paid. I get to enjoy all of the Who benefits. Who pays you? Who pays I get, you? I get the benefits. I get the payment. And I don't have to do this godforsaken show. Joke's on you. If you did five episodes, you would have gotten dental. So I didn't say I'm quitting you. yet. I, I, need, <laughs> I need that dental. I, I, I've been known to, to be punched in the face once or twice. Um, that's part of the reason why I have a face meant for radio. Wait a minute. That's an insult, isn't it? Yes. Well, you know what? We can't all be pretty, can we? No, we cannot. <laughs> You'd be pretty familiar with that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Okay. Yes, I it's, would. It's okay. He's, I'm not going to stoop to his level. He's not pretty. He's handsome. Damn right. So, I got a question for you. Uh, have you been keeping up with uh, Up, Up, Down, Down's Battle of the Brands? Up, Up, Down, Down's Battle of the Brands. We love Up, Up, Down, Down in this podcast, and everywhere should love Up, Up, Down, Down. The answer to your question is an obvious and astounding yes. Um, so, do you think that those uh, the big divide is going to cu- crash in on itself? Uh, you're referring to the, the cheeks. The cheeks. Um, the cheeks that, of course, we're referring to. Uh, uh, Dylan here referred to SmackDown versus Raw earlier, a video game that we love playing that uh, Austin Creed and Tyler Breeze, WWE wrestlers, also enjoy playing. Um, Tyler Breeze is not doing not doing. No, so well. it's like He's, a complete roll. It's like a complete reversal from like a year or two ago, and it's weird. He is finally getting his uh, his butt whooped here now. <laughs> We did see that he has a pay-per-view coming back, so he will definitely get some fans then, but then it'll go back. By the time we get to Survivor Series, I think that's a that's a pivotal point right there. Yeah, right, because I forgot where they kind of were in the weeks. Because it is about the rivalries, and I don't, I don't know if I see uh, Breeze doing pay-per-view hype the same way I see Creed's doing it. Well, yeah, because you and I both learned is, that is, you got to start from like literally the first time you go into it. Otherwise, you do not steal that many people. Pay-per-view hype <laughs> is key. Yeah. So if he's not doing that, and I, I granted, I don't pay super close attention when no, I watch it. <laughs> if you're like me, I just go, oh, there's their intro. Okay, I'll see what they picked later. <laughs> yeah, you. you kinda, I screw up their analytics so bad. I watch. I watch the the e- I watch uh, Breeze check his emails, see who he's gonna, if he's going to steal anybody. And he then stole. I, he stole Jay this past week. Then I skip to the the simulate part and yep. I watch the show. I don't really. I don't really watch much of the in between. So nope. I, I will have it on. I don't. So maybe I'll skip if I'm paying attention. But yeah. I don't recall seeing any of the uh, pay per view. But that is key, as we all know. Yeah, he's just trying to get money at this point, and that's what I saw. Now, the real question for you, sir, on the topic of it, Royal Rumble season is upon us. Royal Rumble season is upon us. Who do it's you think the, takes them? It's the best season of the year. Mm-hmm. Well, as you know, um, and as a as a wrestling journalist myself, just kidding, I'm not a journalist. I'm he a, is, actually. I'm follow a, I'm follow a, him as Sexy Sonata is actually his pen name. Find him all over um, certain wrestling articles, getting up the scoops in the background of WWE shots. Well, not to uh, discredit our uh, our wrestling uh, podcast that we also do. That's very dead in the water. That is uh, very dead in the water, apparently. Um, I don't watch wrestling as much as I should, but I always keep up with my news and watch my reviews of my shows. Support WrestleTalk. Yes, we support WrestleTalk as well. Um and basically I don't see any reason why I would want to watch Raw anyways but if God, we're going to talk awful. Royal Rumble 
you know, are we thinking who do I think is going to win or who do I want to win? Because yes. they're always very different things. Yes. yes. Want to win Cesaro. Please. Cesaro, um, Biggie. That'd Cesaro be nice. or Biggie. That'd be nice. Um, those are the first two names that would come to my mind. Who do I think is going to win? Um, well, so right now it seems like it's it's a Daniel Bryan type thing, but I feel like those things always change at the end. Yeah. I don't know if you will get Big E, but let's see. Who else could it be? Edge. And here's why it could be Edge, because he did that promo of, like, I never lost the title, and WWE eats that shit up. I did not see the promo. Yeah, he cut a promo where he declared, and he's like, I never lost my title, and I'm going to take it back. Usually stuff like that is when they don't win, though. But I, I, so I, I'm pretty sure I told you this earlier in the year that mm-hmm. I thought Orton was going to keep the title up until, until Mania, yeah. and then Edge would win the Royal Rumble. Um, but because it only seems logical that their feud would continue, but I, mean, nah. I don't care one way or another if it mm-hmm. does or doesn't. It just seems like it would make sense for it to. Yeah. But also, Edge's, Edge had a return wrestle two matches against someone he had dozens of matches with. Mm-hmm. I think he knows that we want to see him wrestle other people. Yeah. And that's kind of true just because you have AJ Styles versus Edge, then that seems more tantalizing than anything. True. For those of you that don't want to sit here and listen to us uh, talk about uh, wrestling, and when I say sit here and listen to us, I'm imagining that you're probably listening to us while you're on the toilet. That's, yes. uh, that's the- actually, I've, I looked at the numbers. I did actually, um, I'm sorry, I didn't look at the numbers. The board showed me the numbers. And, and it showed toilet to seat ratio. Yeah, it showed toilet to seat ratio, and we're at like a 95% toilet to seat ratio, which means there is a 95 out of 100 chance that you are sitting on the toilet right now while you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. If you are, go ahead and give me a shout out and say, wow. Where that- can they find you <laughs> that commissioner money bags um you know usually you can find me on uh, 465 there's a ditch right around mile 21 um <laughs> i tend to tend to keep my office over there mm-hmm. um, i think i've seen it that's also known as uh, my uh, social media zone it's where i keep all of my uh so you just well. you have a bunch of, right you're the one with a bunch of birds over there and you just like release certain opinions into the air yes that's exactly exactly how i do it i don't i don't trust these uh, online social media accounts people want to get a message out to me they just drive by the highway Chuck a chuck a letter out there. Make sure to weigh it down with something. Maybe like a nice rock. Just chuck it out there. It'll hit me, and then I'll know that um, you're sending your love to me. And then after a while of um, reading through different kind of words, as everything just moves around and increases in size, you just go nice. And then it just says something very nice. Speaking of things that increase in size, um, my heart increased in size when I played this uh, very recent video game that you know I'd played that I was looking forward to discussing with you Uh-oh. because you so greatly denied my request for conversation about this game. So I, I decided, did because you started talking I decided talking about to my... wait until now. Yeah. I mentioned, I think I mentioned that I was playing this previously on the show. Maybe I was mistaken. You, I think, I figured you had to mention at least one point. I, cause I, it's a very long game and it's I love it. It's a horribly long game. Last of Us 2. Mm-hmm. I beat this last weekend and I would like to talk about The Last of Us 2. Um, That's I, why we're here. How about you um, start us off and then I can uh, break us back like to Like my opinions on it? And like... Well, 
Sure. Let's start with let's start with your opinions. Okay, I find it to be a very good game. Um, it didn't really innovate in terms of the story was really more interesting than anything, and then I enjoyed that a lot. The gameplay didn't evolve, but that's okay. Like I don't think in that series you really need to evolve a game, some gameplay, and that's fine. It just copy and paste from the first one. I do like how. Like, so my thing with the storytelling is like you eventually grow to hate X character. Like that eh, spoilers. It's been out for months. You grow to hate Ellie just because she goes down this darker path, and then you learn to like more. Crap, I'm forgetting her name in the moment. Abby. Thank you. Um, you grow to like her more just because it's a more sympathetic cause and all that. But it's just also like this weird, like dynamic of I think that's what Neil. Denkman, I can't remember his last name, the director of the video game, um, wanted from that, which is just, like, to show that violence is not really the best of answers and, like, all that, because it kind of drives away a lot. And I feel like he, he did the right thing for... He did the right thing in terms of storytelling and all that, and the internet didn't really appreciate that for one of, two re- for one of like, three reasons. One, there are some transphobic, um, homophobic assholes out there, and they hated that, um, which is dumb. But And then I can also understand the argument for this game came out the wrong time where it's kind of a dark time when COVID and pandemic and quarantine started happening. So I understand that. That's where my opinion comes in, where it's just... Um, um, it's a great game. It's not as good the first one, in my opinion, just because there's just a like when you build off of a franchise, you gotta amp it up a little bit. I don't feel like it amped it up a little bit in certain parts. Like what? Um, mainly just like the um, uh, just the overall like fear factor of the disease, the clickers, and all that. Like it was a lot of same by the book kind of thing. I like an evolutionary thing would have been cool to see, but that's just me being nitpicky. Um, I did like they evolved. Sorry, finish. Did they? Oh, wait. Yes, they did. Shit. I'm a, I haven't played this game in a while, so I apologize. But I did like the human element. Like, there was more human in it. It, it had more a Walking Dead tone than it did a zombie survival game. And I like that a lot. It was before Walking Dead became shit. <laughs> so, the uh, first the first game was uh, definitely more light. Li- it was definitely much lighter. Yeah? It's, it's been a long it's time light, since I played the it's first It's lighter. One. And I feel like that's what they want to do. I mean, it certainly ends very bleak and dark. Yeah, and the, and the, begin- it, and the it, beginning, the beginning is also very bleak and dark. And then, but- like, but they build up hope. But they always like when they build up hope in those like three arcs, it always just shoots it. Like, like you had the kid and his brother. It's like happy moment, sad moment. Um, then you had they're at the you meet Tommy again, and then it's like, and then you have some place to go back to. But then Joel gets stabbed through the thing, and like it's always like these up and downs. It's the parabolic arc of storytelling, and like and it's great to do that just to keep the story moving and all that. Well, so then uh, let me give you uh, some of my thoughts here, and then we can bounce back and forth. Yeah, um, this could very well be a case of, of recency bias because it has been such a long time since I played the first one. I love I loved that first game. Yeah. Um, I thought that this game was better. Um, mm-hmm. Now, um, story-wise, definitely, like one thousand. The story in this game is amazing. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I mentioned to you was I like the only thing that I would say about the story, and I'd have to like sit and decide how I feel about it, would be the change um, from. Uh, the the timeline the timeline going back and forth it, oh, it definitely it definitely works a lot but then sometimes it's it seems like it might be a little bit much but I think overall it, it worked very well mm-hmm. what got me was the like 
I thought that I had reached the end of the game. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm maybe and gonna kill Ellie. The farm. And then, uh, then I was on the farm. I was like, okay, that's fine. I get on the tractor. I'm staring at the sky with, with my little baby. I'm like, oh, is this game gonna have a happy ending? And <laughs> no. And then the game keeps going. And I think I had told you this already. Like originally, I was like, oh, this, this like I feel like this game should have ended already. And and maybe it should have, but um. I feel like at that point, if they did end it, like, there, in that spot, like, when Abby... But I'm trying to remember. Abby, in that point where the game ended, and I are quote ending right now, it's when uh, Abby almost kills Ellie again. And, like, it's not when... It's not the final fight, but I can't remember. Like, it's been a while for me since I played this game. And for some reason, my memory is shit. Oh, no, that was after. So that's when you uh, originally... When you originally get to the confrontation and yeah. you play as Abby fighting Ellie, you um, almost kill her, but um, Lev convinces her. Well, Lev convinces her not to kill. Um, I'm forgetting the name of uh, Ellie's significant yeah, other yeah, yeah, off yeah. the top of my head. But just the SO. The SO. Yes. Um, holds a knife to her, and Ellie's like, oh, She's pregnant. Please don't kill her. Mm-hmm. And Abby says, Good. And I'm like, Oh. But I mean, in fairness, Ellie did kill um, yeah. her uh, one of her friend. Well, someone she cared about who yeah. was pregnant, very pregnant. Yeah. Um, and Lev says, "No, let's just leave." So then Abby says, "Don't let ever let me see you again," and leaves. And yeah. then they're on the farm. Yeah, so that's what I thought. Right. That. Sorry, I. Again, immediately, yeah. Then immediately they're on the farm after that. So I was and thinking, then they get in a big fight, and then yeah, I was thinking, um, Tommy's there, right? Tommy's at the farm. He does, he does show up. Tommy shows up and says, hey, I think I found out where Abby is. And so that's where I'm thinking. So originally I was like, I think this might be too long. But like you mentioned, it's very much about how violence isn't the answer. Violence only causes problems. It's it's Ellie's inability to let the problem go that ruin, that wrecks her entire life. Well, yeah, because she, she comes back later on and everyone's gone. She It's right hand, like her two fingers are gone. Yeah, like, she can't play the guitar anymore that the game so lovingly makes you play multiple times throughout yep. it. Yep. You can't, you play it and it it sounds awful it sounds like yeah. me when i try to play the guitar <laughs> i can now play it as good as ellie um so i thought that was a really nice touch for, for the game to end on i just i wasn't sure how i felt about that ending at first but reflecting back on it after a little bit i i think that it the game could have ended at different points it could have ended at the the boat scene arguably yeah um and and maybe you can argue that it that it should especially since i feel like um the last part of it almost feels like a, a different game because you have an entirely new set of enemies and right. whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's not Abby's group anymore. No, it's an, it's, it's an entirely it's new like, group who they... holds uh, zombies like prisoner and then they hold other people prisoners. I, I don't like, fully understand. Like, so I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so so on, in when that I sense, met that culture, yeah. I was just thought like it was like that weird one where like you have like in like some zombie games where like we're gonna hold them here so in case shit goes bad we just release them and then they attack the people and then we kill the people. I feel like that was what they were doing. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean and in that sense it feels like okay it was weird for these new enemies to be introduced and not really have but I mean I guess their role wasn't meant to, to be to flush out anything it was overall, just to be there so you mentioned uh, evolution of the uh, the zombies so there's the, there's new zombies there's the uh, shamblers right sorry there's the shamblers which are the big ones that do big 
zombie things yeah. and there's other ones that I don't remember if they were in the original game or not but there's like the, some of the really big ones I remember bloaters I remember clickers I remember I think bloaters is what I was thinking of. bloaters I remember they were just dicks um, and then and then the one that you play as when you're in Abbey when you're Abbey in the hospital is like this giant mutated one where the original infection took out it's all of these zombies that have fused together Right. That you have to They fight. like puttied together and just terrifying. went um, Terrifying. But so we've learned that they mutate over time. So hypothetically, mm-hmm. if there ever was another game, then there should be. I feel like there is going to be another game. And that's what I wanted to go into next or well, after after we've bounced off yeah, each yeah. other a little bit. Like well, I want to go into that question. The only other thing I wanted to mention, I think, off the top of my head is mm-hmm. because you talked about gameplay. I agree that for by by and large the gameplay is is more or less the same, and that's not an issue. If no, it's, no, especially no. since the game is obviously way more story driven. Yeah, um, which is why probably why I love the game so much if mm-hmm. it's a compelling story. Um, but because of the evolution of the the clickers, like the gameplay changes in that sense. Um, you have a new character, Abby, who has some different equipment, different who's more strengths, physically adapt and like who is an ass kicker. Yes, <laughs> yes. For the lack of fancy words, she kicks all the ace. Um, so it, the gameplay doesn't change that much, but it's it's not like the gameplay really needed, needed to, to change. change because realistically, so th- you make big changes for the sake of just making them I, I i don't know what the game could change i couldn't say that oh game you should do this i don't, yeah. I don't know what it would be my biggest thing is that you always get the complaints from people who it's like oh this is another cover shooter game it's just kind of like when like the fifth gears of war came out people berated it for that too um it's just in my brain if you want to not get that hate which in this day and age you're always going to get the hate for dumb reasons as i mentioned the transphobic and homophobic people can go fuck off um it's just yeah i agree with you more now it's just if it never if what if it ain't broke don't fix it and if it doesn't like break or like fuck your game over too bad i don't see the need to adapt it's just in my brain when i was thinking when i made that comment was um to avoid stagnation essentially but I think the stagnation was avoided because you had to switch between Ellie, who's more of a quick-crafted Joel character, and then you had Abby, who's more the ass-kicker. So I feel like that's where that switch happened. So so look at it this way, and then we can go on to, to whatever points that you wanted, because I, yeah. I, I don't know how well this comparison works. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but especially since it's just the two games, but something that I'm thinking of for some reason why, I don't know why, I just need to get it out of my head now. Yeah. Um, another series that you know I love, I, I believe you enjoy it as well, would be the, the Arkham series. Love them. Now, so we went from, um, what's the original? Arkham Asylum, Asylum City, City to Origins. To Origins, and that's the one that I was thinking of there. So mm-hmm. and then Origins got, frankly, a lot of hate, and... Um, I mean, I wouldn't go as far as saying that that's the best game of the series, yeah. but I don't think it's the worst game. I still think it's a very strong game, but people yeah. felt that that was not necessarily a step up from it was what they same in, in City. And so I'm wondering if that comparison works in here with how you're feeling or if I, you think it's a different situation. I think it's a different situation because it... Um, because those are two entirely different games where you like you have because Batman plays off the story and the combat 
and then it evolved throughout because every time you got a new game you had the ability to do two kind of takedowns or like different versions of takedowns you know it's definitely so like, more combat heavy it's yeah. more combat heavy and it also benefits from the open world but like with Last of Us it's, it's more of a storytelling game and you're on this path mm-hmm. with Batman you are the path you can do whatever you want you can ignore the, the main missions for hours on end and be like I solved all the roller trophies before getting here oh is that why you just disarmed me took off my armor and then shocked me without even blinking or yes. if you're playing Arkham Knight you can spend half the game driving around in the Batmobile Whee! running people over not killing them it's a it's a polite shock that sends you into the street <laughs> sends you off the street it's a polite shock that sends you across the map into a building as you hit 50 miles per hour and are badly injured but not dead yeah it's just like asylum when you play the combat in um the asylum itself i don't remember what the map is but you can throw people off of like a, a roof oh no into the sewer that's it is right? that is that where something maybe maybe something leads to the sewer but all i remember is that there it's like the original room you go into like the first part of the game that you can there's a lift oh yeah because there are the four there are the four corners it's where a it's black pit yeah. and you can you can throw people off that I'm like am I am I killing them or? <laughs> but no so back on point um, I don't believe that um it, those are two entirely different things, but I understand because Arkham... I agree with you that Origins wasn't a weak... Because I think Origins had one of the better stories in anything, in, of, of the thing. Yes, the only thing about the, the story is that they spent all the time going into it saying, oh, it's not going to be another Joker story. And it's then Joker be showed up. Joker story. And of course it was. Of course it would be a Joker story. But, so, I feel like this is now the talking point I wanted to bring up before, is that do you think the third game is going to be um, a more hopeful story? Because in my brain, it's like we had the world set up with one, we had the stakes set up with one, and then in two, we have the darkest before the dawn. That is what I think. Because then you have this really dark storytelling of violence. You've changed your characters either for the best or for the worst, and then you've honestly let a character live in Abby, who can either be the main character for the third game or be the same thing that happened in this second game. So I'm going to answer your question. If I get too far off uh, track, then steer me back on course in I case I forget it. Yeah. Um, so the the creator of the game has said that one he's not going to create another game unless he feels like the story's there so i think that's yeah. part of why two seems fresh to me and uh, regardless of any sort of other changes is because the story was they created it specifically for the story to keep it fresh yeah so that's the idea for the third one in regards to whether or not i feel it's going to get more hopeful or um continue to be bleak or whatever else have mm-hmm. you seen ever seen bojack horseman yeah bojack horseman is a phenomenal show it's a great show so the last season maybe last season and a half is intended to be a sort of like redemption for mm-hmm. bojack yeah? yeah bojack however while he does redeem himself some yeah we learn that he's still haunted by actions of the past yeah some things that he can't get over um hollyhock um his relationship she's discovered um obviously some of what bojack's done in the past mm-hmm. and just disappears not to be seen again yeah so i think that there will be some element of ellie trying to to move forward to mm-hmm. get these things on but she's already gone past this line that joel went past she's now gone past i don't think that there is a happy ending in play for her Mm-hmm. or like this picture perfect happy ending and I think the game would be doing well, no, a real dishonesty a, if we did that I agree but it's I just feel like that would be the better form of storytelling like if it's either 
the role reversal of Ellie sacrificing herself for the future of humanity still. That's still like a workaround for them. Yeah. That could be that. Um, I still think there's plenty of that story to tell because it left it quite open for what Ellie would do. And whatever the director wants to do, whatever the writer wants to do, that's all cool. That's all good. Like, I appreciate people who just don't drag out a series for shits and giggles like gears of war like the first three ended pretty definitively with we won the war and then four comes out like nah they just took a nap they just took a nap they did it was like the device that was supposed to like end basically just like oil on their planet just like knocked out the other like the locust horde well so one of the the bigger i mean i guess it would be a complaint that i have about video games but also one of the things that mm-hmm. you know you love about them is that they are released all of the time yeah so you can get for a while you get assassin's creed a call of duty every year assassin's creed's gone to yeah no assassin's creed no longer does that but Mm -hmm. and and their um, product has improved valhalla and yeah and and that's that's the thing so it's it's um last of us part one came out in 2013 yeah so you can really appreciate the fact that they waited seven years well because they took their time they took their time they to work took their time projects. they wanted to make sure they were telling the story that they wanted they wanted to make sure it was the game that they wanted and they did they succeeded yeah and so you can expect that same thing again going forward what was i feel like there was a question somewhere that do, I'm not like in the third one you already answered one of my questions was do you think there's gonna be a third one and then two the second part oh of yeah that yeah question. yeah so yeah you were talking about like what the story would be and, and what you yeah. had mentioned was um, kind of like a redemption hopeful arc redemption hopeful and then not to mention and then you brought up bojack which kind of like you know for anyone who hasn't watched bojack you're missing out on some great television about like kind of just realism and just like love bojack so great um love sure. will or not huh love will or not well that's great um but anyways no you mentioned Reese's commercials but you know <laughs> The, the fireflies and how Ellie could potentially still be a cure that's what I've read is one of the potential ways the story could go down and mm-hmm. sure um, her sacrificing herself w- or her being willing to have the surgery after all I think that would be a way to, to wrap it up it's not like it's a I mean I get you know that that is a hopeful ending but it's not like it's a super positive one it's not positive and it, I don't think it would reflect the character that she's grown into right now but, I feel like it would be a last ditch just like hey I'm dying do this I feel I, like that'd be me. I do hope um, that, and I mean, I got to believe that this was a thought in the people's minds, and you do play a significant amount of the game as Abby. Yeah. That she would come back in the next game. Yeah. Abby and Leb. I feel, like, I feel like it would make sense for them to come back, even though a lot of people gave a lot of hate to Abby and Lev, which Abby... I fully, I mean, so I don't understand any of the hate, but I fully don't understand hate towards Abby because, yeah, sure, at the beginning of the game, spoiler, kills Joel. Um, but Is that then, the only hate that she got? Was that it? I feel like there was more hate. Primarily, I mean, I'm sure probably um, people uh, said things about the way in which she was built and probably oh, said yeah. that she was probably she was just a like, man. She was like, huh. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. You try and survive a fucking apocalypse and not get butch. Yeah, the, the girl, she was prepared to survive. Yeah, she was ready to fucking kill everyone, man. Um, and she does kill basically everyone. So, I mean, I can see you being angry at her first because she killed off Joel, but also mm-hmm. Joel, Joel is not like a minor part of this game either. No. 
I mean, he's not the biggest part, but he appears he's very he appears very frequently. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking at first. I was like, oh, he's dead. I'm not going to see him again. No, you see him a lot, and his his presence is felt throughout that whole game. Yeah. Because he is what drives the story. <laughs> well, he drives Ellie for revenge. He drives Abby's actions to kill him, and he just... He drives it. You're right. He dri- I don't know why I'm trying to like. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's just his, his presence is there. So, yeah. um, I forget where I was entirely going with this, but I would like oh the the hate on her. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the second half, of the, not the second half. I think it's less than half, but a, yeah. a, a good amount of the game you do play as her. And it really, it really warmed me up to her. It really grew me to like her. Um, I don't agree with what you said about how the game makes. It's just for me personally. Uh, you said it made you feel like you kind of hate um, Ellie. I don't. It's I don't not that hate you hate Ellie, Ellie, but Ellie. You hate what she becomes. That's what I you meant. want better for her. Yeah. Okay. Like it's that's what I meant, and I know I explained that poorly after it came out of my mouth. I'm like fuck. No, 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 yeah, no, because I, I don't I don't hate her because you understand why she's doing that. Yeah. But at the same time, now you're seeing all of these other people from the other side. Yeah. That she has brutally Impacted. killed. Like, Imp- you keep killed. You come across everyone- everybody she kills, and you're like, oh, well, this person probably didn't deserve to be murdered like that. Yeah. But Ellie doesn't care. She'll go and torture you to figure out where. So, yeah. Um,. It's 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 a it's very, an intense ride, man. It's, it is very it's a, very intense. it's very dark. And to anyone who hasn't played it and is interested in playing it, I would have a lighthearted video game to play on hand. It took me at least two and a half months to beat that game, and it was just because it's a very dark, very heavy mental toll game, especially during this kind of shit we're going through in real life. So. Just have a half-hand happy game. That would be my great recommendation. You don't need to beat this game in one sitting. There's no... You can't beat this game in one sitting unless you literally drug yourself up. But... There's um, a four-hour speed run of it. But, I mean, not to, not to mention, uh, you and I also love to go around and explore everything. Yeah, because it, they built the world. Let's have some fun in it. I mean, I, I did an all-kill run, so I... <laughs> made sure I killed every it's it's what the game developers would have wanted for they, Abby murder. is on a thirst for revenge and kill everybody Ellie and Abby I know <laughs> I just want to see if I can throw you off <laughs> I was like did I say the name of the character they want you to kill everyone and they do want to ki- want you to kill everyone you know what? I, I gotta say it. Um, I don't. I don't want to pat myself on the back, but I think I'm a pretty darn good host. You're a great host. You you do you did a good job. Uh, I'll fight for my title though. I'll fight for my show in every way, shape, and form, sir. I'm sorry. Are you saying that you think that you could do better than me? Yes, sir. Tell me, for how long have we been talking so far? <laughs> Roughly, according to timestamps, thirty-eight minutes and thirty seconds. 38 minutes and 30 seconds roughly according to timestamps and I feel like this was just seamless perfect it's been the greatest 39 minutes that this show has ever had to offer um, how about we play a little uh, we do a little a game here and we see how well you can do with the next three minutes and I'll decide if um, you're going to return to the show ever again I'm going to return this show ever again so Nick I want to talk to you about something just real quick it's the idea of the Arkham games so we have these like definitive Batman stories, right? And then there's always this rumor that Rocksteady's gonna make a new one. How do you feel about that? Rocksteady is making a new one. But how do you feel about it? Because we we get this idea of they can make a good game. Arkham Knight didn't live up to the hype because you know the hype was set sky high. But you, you have these really well crafted stories, but 
you now have these two definitive characters who are fuck spoilers you already know it's been out for five years um Batman is basically dead um you have the new fear Batman which I don't understand and then Joker's dead do you think they can make a game off of that without these characters I just want them to expand the world because even though the the world has gone from and I don't even feel like the world has been expanded that well, much. Well, we, ha- we haven't been given the idea of what this world is because we know Batman exists. And, I mean, there was rumors of them doing Justice League game or going to do a Justice League they game. They are doing a, a Justice League. Never... It's a Suicide Squad no, they're game doing, now. They're doing, yeah, that's probably, I think that is what happened with it. It was originally Justice League, now Suicide Squad. That's one way of doing it, which I think is cool. I don't um, think it'll be in the same universe, though. I don't remember. This universe it. screams more like Injustice. I... I don't remember... No, no. The Suicide Squad, Squad one is confirmed to be in the same universe, I'm pretty sure. Really? But they're making the other one, which is... I forget what it's called. Arkham Legends or something like that. They're not making that game, though. Are they making the game? Yeah, I'm pretty sure both are Rocksteady. I think just one's Rocksteady Canada or whatever. <laughs> I always love it when it's like, Rocksteady Singapore. <laughs> I always love those. Yeah. Where it's just like, we are all one Rocksteady. It's up for that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, um, that one. Well, like you said, it, it's, it's very heavily built off of... Batman and Joker. Batman and Joker, just like all of the the TV and movies very frequently are. And um, I don't remember where I heard this from. Mm-hmm. I think, actually, I actually I do. I think it was um, Honest Trailers. Or no, maybe it was CinemaSins. I think it was CinemaSins. They did a, a Batman video recently. And they mentioned the fact that um, the creators don't seem to trust batman fans to buy a movie or to play a game that does not have batman and the joker in it yeah and i agree with that because to a big extent yeah i mean i i I don't i don't agree that it's true necessarily but i agree that um, batman has plenty of a plethora of villains in the rogues gallery and all that not even just them but just like as a whole he has a lot more expanded universe and expanded like better storytelling kind of yeah but there's 1000 percent that belief and there is absolutely some truth to that yeah uh but look at look at the marvel studios one thing they've done very well is they've given uh they've turned these more minor characters into they've given bigger roles to them i i mean iron man was never an a character until yeah you're right he was sorry until until he got his own movie and then he became yeah and then they changed the entire comic book around robert Downey jr so it's it's the same thing that dc can do in their their video game universes their tv shows and their their movies is you just gotta see what people will will do and will watch and then you gotta make the story around it because as much as arkham knight was a good game the story was kind of the weaker point among all that you know what you're not half bad at this conversation thing yeah and you know what it's been it's been three minutes it's not even been three you know what it's been it's been four have you have you ever thought about doing this whole podcasting thing you know i have a few episodes under my belt but like i i i feel like i still fight for my show sir i'll still fight for it are you are you still going to bully me is that what you're telling me no i'm not going to bully you i'm going to meet you in the ring and put you down with a good right hook well, bored. You heard it. This man threatened me. Um, I'm going to <laughs> officially resign. Um, I don't want anything to do with this tanking show. I'm sorry if I can't save it here. You know what? No, I'm not sorry. I don't want to be responsible for any of this mess. I don't want to be on the show anymore. You can have it back, and I'm going to take my pay and ride off into the sunset. Let's see how long it lasts me. Predictions? Oh. It doesn't matter what your prediction is. I'm going to take that money. I'm going to Vegas, baby. <laughs> <laughs>